Welcome to Sportsbet's AFL Podcast. I'm your host today, Mick Wall, stepping in, taking a sidestep from the racing, coming over to the AFL one. Uh, I'm joined only by Nathan Brown. Brownie, I am here. This was, I understood this was a professional outfit that was being run here. Me too. We we don't know where Brian Lake is. Hopefully he's okay. Yep. We don't know where Richard Hummerston is. I'm pretty sure, based on Snapchat location, that he is in Warrnambool. Uh, and, uh, on the source. Uh, on the source at the Whalers, probably with DK Weir. Um, so we don't actually know where these guys are, and you've heard nothing? Well, we've done this. This is obviously round seven coming up, so mm. we've done six podcasts so far. Brian's been in here preparing every week, and all of a sudden, just yeah. nothing. Nothing. We rang his phone this morning. and um, That's off, yeah. Before we bag him, in which we will, we, we want to preface the fact that We'll take all this back if he's dead or he's been in a car accident or something like that. We check Twitter. Because we, we don't know. We check Twitter and there's nothing alarming on Twitter. There's nothing alarming on the news sites because he's a big name. He's Cripple Premiership player, Briser. He's a big name. So there would be- he's a big th- boy. There'd be, there'd be something on there if something happens. Yeah. So we're, we're relatively confident. And I rang his phone and it's just- um, can't this, be connected. This, this, this is uh, uncontacted. Telstra's not having their best week in connectivity, they and aren't. so we were there. Uh, so that could be it. But Hummer, no one's going to know because no one really, no one really gives, gives a, a shit. shit. <laughs> so it's uh, that one's a little bit harder. But look, mate, we're we're going to go through the the nine games, and I, I'm thinking that the the absence of these boys may actually help the punters because yep. we haven't got off to the best start. Now look, we should address first and foremost Brownie Celebrity Punk Club. You were close. But stiff. So what we did, if you don't know, we've, we've had 389 people sign up to a punt club. Uh, everyone put in $10. So we started with 3900 um, And our first bet last week was Geelong into Richmond. Just both head-to-head. Gave you a nice little earn of $2.13. We had $500 on that. Um, and then I'm calling the footy for Triple M, watching the game a little bit up on the screen. Um, I was at Etihad Stadium doing... Port Adelaide and North Melbourne. And 23 points up. I thought, how good is this? First leg of the multi is up. And I was confident on Richmond because I knew Richmond get the job done. Uh, And all of a sudden, within a flash, Geelong have lost. They've lost 11 clearances in a row. Josh Kennedy's had six himself. Weak as piss Geelong. They go into the pile of teams that you can't trust. They go in there with Richmond, who are now out of that. But they go in there with Melbourne. They go in there with North Melbourne. And they go in the resident. Clubs you can't trust. Clubs you can't put your bottom dollar on. You can probably put my mob Hawthorne in there too, Brandon. To be honest, I know they bounced back last week, but the week before against North, who could predict that? Look, the point is, though, is that for seven of eight quarters in these games, you look you look pretty much spot on. So it's about reloading this week. You know, it's funny, though, right. was all the feedback I got once Geelong didn't get up. It probably would have been positive. All <laughs> negative. Everyone going, this is, this is a Ponzi scheme. Where's my money? Give them <laughs> yeah. the fucking money back. Do you know what's funny is that you get you probably went to Twitter and I know you like to jump on Twitter, Brandy, but nobody's ever had some good feedback on Twitter. Yeah. There's nothing nice on Twitter. We have had an early bit this week though. On oh the wow! Club. So, so we're we back and we're just getting into it. Yeah, uh, I got to send all the communications out, but we will have another bet on top of this. But I thought the total points market and scores Ooh. have been low this year. Yep. But I had a look at the total points market in St Kilda, Melbourne. Uh, St Kilda can't be this bad forever, and Melbourne do no. score heavily. And the last three times they've played. They've scored heavily against each other. Um, the total points was 160 oh. at the start of the week. 
It's at Etihad Stadium. The total points has now been moved to 165. So it's moved five points. Had $300 on the line at 160 to get over. Very good. Very good. And being at Etihad, there'll be no excuses for conditions. So that's really good, mate. Okay, so let's jump into it. Geelong GWS. Now, you'll be down there on Friday night uh, with the uh, Triple M boys uh, uh, getting around that match in a big way. The chopper. Geelong's a dollar forty. Well, I was super confident on Geelong last week at a dollar forty-three yeah, against Sydney. Yeah, and all intents and purposes, they should have won the game. I'm less bullish about them this week. I'm not as bullish about GWS as other people, but two ninety-five yeah. is a pretty good price, and the line of seven and a half, I don't mind either. I think yeah. GWS is a very good side. They got to within eight points of them last year down there, but I'm going to stay out of the head-to-head. What I think will happen. Is their two their two superstars in danger? Dangerfield and Selwood will bounce back. They would yep. have been stung by how Josh Kennedy handed their ass last week in that last quarter. Thirty plus disposals for Dangerfield's a dollar eighty three. Thirty plus disposals for Selwood is two dollars twenty. I reckon they both make a statement, uh, and they need to. They need to come back, and I reckon Chris Scott will put the heat on. All right, there you go. So the Dangerfield Selwood same game multi at the moment is four fifty for those two to both get thirty. Nice. So that's definitely a uh, a good one to go with. Nice, nice way to bet in the game. I, I've got to be honest. I mean, part of me wants to play uh, GWS at two dollars ninety five here. Nice. It's a good massive odd, price, especially how Geelong went. But you're right; they will bounce back. They're not going to have two games like that again. Yeah. Um, and I mean, the Sydney, the fact that Sydney, and full credit to them, and to do it without Buddy, I know it makes them less predictable. But there's no doubt they're they're not the same team without him. Yeah. All right, so let's have a move uh, to to Saturday. Uh, the uh, blockbuster, Western Bulldogs, Gold Coast. Uh, your old boys. Uh, pulling this one on Triple M too, so this yeah. will be uh, this will be a ripper. Um, Mars Stadium down there. Now, uh, I'm bullish on the plus thirty two yeah. line here. I think Gold Coast. I think it's going to be low scoring. Uh, new stadium, new venue. Will it be windy down in Ballarat? It's not going to be warm, that's for sure. Plus thirty two and a half. The line is at the moment. I think. Gold Coast, the way they're defending at the moment, yep. I think they can get inside that. The Dogs can't score. I expect the Dogs to win, but by less than 32 and a half. All right. So uh, there you go. Gold Coast, the line looks the bet there. And, and well, Gold Coast have been all right this year. They've covered a couple and uh, yep. covered in Melbourne. I mean, they came and played the Blues here and just after Carlton yep. coming off that good first round effort and absolutely smashed them. Their poorest game has been against West Coast in Perth, which yeah. you can understand. And then I thought... To get within eight goals of Adelaide last week, where Adelaide looked like they were going to blow it away mm. a couple of times, that could have been easily 100 points and ended up being 47, I think. One 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 to track throughout the season, Branding, might be where that Adelaide is starting to become flat track bullies. And I'm not saying they are, but that might be worth uh, a continual look. They are. All right. Uh, next, uh, next we've got here is Essendon Hawthorne. This is massive. Uh, geez, you're stiff not to be doing this game at the uh, the G on Saturday, mate. This this should be a cracker. Essendon currently two dollars thirty. Hawthorne dollar sixty two favourites. No love lost. Uh, what can we expect? I think Hawthorne are just going the better at the moment. Yep. I think defensively they're pretty good. The Hawks. Uh, St Kilda had their moments last week, but I, I can't back Essendon at the moment. Uh, they were terrible against mm. Collingwood. They were better against Melbourne, but they fell away pretty poorly. What I do like is a same game multi in this. I mean. Um, you have to put less on a same game multi, so you're not investing as yep. much. But I think Hawthorne at the line, which is eight and a half at the moment, I think over 176 and a half points. Now, four of uh, the five games Essendon's played in, uh, they've been over that. And three of the five games uh, Hawthorne's played in have been over 176. Yep. Hawthorne and St Kilda last week should have been over 176. Yep. At one point, they were 3-7 to 1-7. If that was 7-3 to 
yeah. five three. You know, it's a it's a high scoring game. And then David Zaharakis, who four of the last five times he's played at the MCG, he's had thirty plus. He loves the wide wide spaces. Yep. He loves the MCG because. He's not the toughest bloke in the world, David no. Zaharakis, but he's got more space to work in on the wings. So thirty plus, that's a dollar ninety-one. Same game multi eight twenty-five. Hawthorne at the line. Zaharakis thirty plus over one seventy-six eight twenty-five. There you go. Yeah, very very good there. And uh, Brownie said it should, should be a cracking match. One I know that you like to get around, and uh, against the advice of our head trader Cam Dean, and we both are we're in the same camp here. We like to find a bit of value in first goal scorers. And yep. Luke Bruce is one that represents that for Hawthorne. At $9.50, he does it more than anyone else. And we've spoken about this before. Did it last week. He's getting a truckload. He's currently second in the Coleman. $9.50 for me, oh, I just think that that represents a great way to start and just have a little go. Perfect. Yep. Love it. All right. So... We've gone Essendon Hawthorne there. Same game, multi-brownie. West Coast, Port Adelaide. Now, this is an interesting matchup. We're heading over there, over to Perth. West Coast currently $1.78. Uh, Port Adelaide, $2.05. Uh, you're playing in the head-to-head, or is there value to be found? Uh, I don't think there's value to be found in this one. Uh, I, I don't know. West Coast have won four of their last five against Port. Yep. Uh, all four of those have been in Adelaide. The only game Port have beaten West Coast in has been at the main stadium. So it's it's hard to pick that form line. But yeah. Port, And in saying that, this game last year was a 24-up promo went off. I think West Coast got out to 24 points up. Port came back and won. Yep. Um, and it almost went off again in the final. Luke Shuey kicks the winning goal after the siren yeah, because is. West Coast were 24 yeah. points up early. Port come back. So it could have been a double payout last year. But... Uh, look, I'm going to stay out of this game just yep. because I, I I can't bet in this one. I don't I, I don't get a good read on any, either of them. Yeah, well, it's a nice one to watch though. It should be yeah. it should be a good Cracking game. Game. Now, before we get onto the night games, and we've covered the first four there, and there's you don't need to play in every game. We know that we like to punt responsibly here at Sportsbet, and there's plenty there's plenty of value to be had throughout the round so far. Before we head into Saturday night, mate, I've been listening to the rants, and I've been listening to these things get off chest, and I think you've been. You, you, you've been very strong on a lot of it. And I think you've been quite sensible on a lot of this too. I think you, your words around the Ross Glendinning medal actually brought me around to that way of thinking. And I, I, I didn't really have an opinion. I'm like, you know what? Absolutely. Fuck him. Because at the end of the day, he, he has done so much for that state. And yeah. it's not about one team. It's about yeah. the state and what it means. And you're happy to do it. Then a sponsor taps you on the shoulder and goes, oh, you should do it this way. No. So, mate, what is on your mind this week? Well, a lot of people are talking about the state of the game, and I think the state of the game will, will sort itself out. It's, it's very clogged and slow scoring, but the, 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 the general skill level and the goal kicking is at an all-time disgraceful level. I can't believe it. Now, it's it's very well known that I was one of the most elite players <laughs> at skill level and goal kicking that's ever lived. But this structured bullshit, and I'll tell you where it comes from. It comes from not having enough time to set aside to be mm. – uh, purely goal kicking or purely skill, skill level. And A, you've got to take that on as a player yourself. You've got to do that. And then B, you've got to fight the fitness coaches who say, no, I want you to go inside because your load is telling me at the moment that uh, you're doing too much. I mean, we're, we've we've measured all these things and your load is just telling us, no, you need to go in. That's, that's absolute bullshit. Absolute bullshit. You know why Jason Dunstall was such a good player and such a good goal kicker? He never missed because he did so much work. He did all the training we're doing now, but he went outside that and kicked goals. Two times a week, I'd do 100 shots at goal down yep. Punt Road or Western Bulldogs, um, and I'd like to think when I got in front of the big sticks, 
I could kick it more often than not in a in a in a good case. Now, Levi Casbolt's a perfect example. Set shots, he's been doing 150 a week with Severio Rocker since the start of last year. He kicked 34-18 last year, and he's kicked nine goals, six this year. So it works if you put the time in. Wow. Structured bullshit and over-officiating fitness coaches gives me the shits. Did you ever, it's well said, Brownie. Did you ever think you'd be using Levi Casbolt as the barometer no. for good goal kicking? No. That's outstanding. But so he has he's done the work. accurately has. Now, the weird thing, you're not getting as many opportunities, uh, obviously, than as he used to. I'm going to shit. Yeah, they're not great. Mate, I'll tell you what, it's funny you mention that now. Cause and he can can't come. He can take great yeah. grabs. So mate, if they if they had him when they were actually in the midfield was up and going well, might have might have been. I'm not saying they would have challenged for premiership. Might have been slightly different. Geez, they need to win Brownie, and we'll get to them. They're one of the night games. It does not get any easier. But very good rant from you, mate. Sydney, North Melbourne. North Melbourne have been going well. Brought back to earth a little bit on the weekend, but North Melbourne been going very well. Uh, Sydney going incredibly well. Yep. Um, we're not expecting Buddy back from no. my understanding it this week, but back up there in Sydney, they're $1.17. The travelling kangaroos are $5.10. How do we approach this game? I like the kangaroos line here, 32.5. Yep. I, I think that kangaroos can get inside that. I was bullish about them against Port last week. They were disappointing. Uh, but in saying that, Port Adelaide were very good. They went to town and went to homework on their tall forwards and did a good job. Uh, I expect the Kangaroos to be able to bounce back on a smaller deck. I think they're mm. very good. They're tough inside the Kangaroos at the moment. And inside 32.5 points, I think it's gettable. All right, very good. So North Melbourne at the line there. And I'll tell you, another one there, we talk about first goal scorers. Ben Brown does it more than anybody at yep. eight bucks. And Gary Rowan does, uh, year on year, he's, he's one of the he's one of the most prolific. Week, yeah, there you go, another one at $11. Not to turn this uh, all into first goal scorer, and I know a lot of people consider it as a bit of a mug punt, but I'll tell you, at, at the odds, it's a nice way to play, and if you're not and interested. And it's good to power play it as well. Oh, I mean, your you 10 becomes 12 oh. or 13, so it's always Absolutely, good. it does. Yeah, very, very good point. Now, the other game on Saturday night, Adelaide Carlton. Could be a blowout. Yeah, it's it's got that feeling and it's got that three-figure feeling about it. Can I mean, where, where do you even start? The line's 54 and a half. The line feels under. It's a huge line. It yeah. is a big line, but it just feels It does. Like- so when you look at it, and playing in a state as a young player in particular is hard work. And it's, yeah. uh, the first time you do it, it, it can be a bit daunting. Now, here's a stat for you. Now, no player on the Carlton list playing this weekend has ever played Adelaide Oval. In fact, only one player that playing for Carlton on Saturday night has ever played in Adelaide, and that was Cade Simpson back in 2010. So that was at Football Park. So these 21 guys are going to go over there who have never played there before, and it is hostile and it is loud, and I reckon if Adelaide get away to a good start, it could be the three figures. Um, One player who will play well again is Paddy Cripps, 30-plus disposals. $2.20 $2.20 they're offering up, or we're offering up, which I think is well overs. He's had 34 and 32 the last couple of yep. weeks. Adelaide don't tag. No. So he's going to go head-to-head with if Sloan's back or, or Crouch. Crouch just refuses to fit. They might have 40 each. So 30-plus for Paddy Cripps this week, $2.20. And I reckon Adelaide will smash that line of nine goals. There you go. And uh, the, look, if you're looking for a little bit bigger, $2.10 for the 60. They're nine bucks for the 100. 
So I'll tell you what, if you're going to look at a game at any point so far this year for 100 plus, $9 is a big price. It's a lot of points, but the way Carlton's going, and we spoke about Adelaide earlier, I said the, the flat track side of things, they're going to try and get as much percentage and as big a wins as they can in the confidence up at home when they're playing against lowly opponents. And yep. that, that's what could happen here. Uh, but love the call on Cripps. Isn't he just going to be an absolute star? I mean, he already is He's a, gun. a gun. All right, so we move on to Sunday. And, uh, well, it'd be no secret. Two years ago, you were, you, you were probably – a doggies ex player. Now you're currently a Richmond ex player. Yeah. I know you play for both, but swing, uh, swing with the breeze. Yeah, yeah, as you do, and as as I've been with you before at the Sporting Globe one one, one day when a bloke bailed you up and just in disbelief that you could possibly pay for two clubs, he genuinely didn't understand yeah. how it worked. How, do you, how would you leave a club? How would you leave all yeah. your mates? He, 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 <laughs> off, yeah, he was on his he was on about his thirteen Cougar and yeah. Coke uh, at, at that stage. But uh, mate, Richmond, Frio, oh, the Tigs, and they're just beautiful. Beautiful to watch at the moment. They are, they are a dollar fourteen. Fremantle is five dollars seventy five. They've had some interesting head to heads. The these two uh, over the journey, but. I would think that this will be more of a formality for Richmond, and I don't, I don't think we're going to see any after the siren heroics and things like that. No. Talk to me. Tig's just too good. Do we go the line? Is there value well, the in line's this? Big. It's thirty six and a half. Yeah. Now we haven't seen Richmond blowing sides away. No. But uh, they have scored over a hundred every game, except the one in Adelaide where they got eighty two. So they've been high scoring. So to a Fremantle. Fremantle been scoring pretty well themselves. Yep. They hadn't scored over 100 points, I think it was in about three years, and they did it. They've already done it twice this year. Um, so the 36 and a half line, I don't mind. Fremantle play the MCG okay. Yep. And I don't think Richmond will blow them away. I expect Richmond to win. But the other one is $1.83 for 30 possessions. Richmond don't tag. His average is 30.6 yep. at the moment. So he's $1.83 to get his average, which yep. for me is, is pretty good value. All right. I think I've found something here, Ooh. and I think I've found something what that is uh, – it's just – it's. I'm not going to say money for jam like Hummer says, but I think this is very this is very, very good value. Um, Richmond to, to – Richmond's line in the last quarter is 10.5 yep. at $1.91. That's what they're doing. They hold teams for two to three quarters and then they blow they them away. Been. And that's and that that's what they did all last year in the finals too. So that's clearly what's going to happen. And when they get on a run, they don't stop either. So if they do do it early, they won't let off the gas. Minus 10 and a half in that last quarter, I think is an absolute lock. So that's where I'm playing in this game. Right. And all they've got to do is win by a couple of kicks in the last quarter. That's what they do now. That is the TIG. So... I'm, as I said, I'm loving watching them and I can't wait to uh, watch them on Sunday and uh, have a little collect there and uh, you can wait for the last quarter to do it. Now, St Kilda, Melbourne uh, on Sunday is the is the next one we're having a look here. I wouldn't be surprised if St Kilda wins this. Uh, it would not surprise me at all if Melbourne turned in an almighty horrendous performance, as they can do. I've already told you that I've had the bet and the total points of 160. Yep. It's now 165. Yep. If I had looked at it at the start of the week and saw 165, I'd probably take it anyway. Yep. So uh, I reckon I'd take that at the 165 still. The 18 and a half line for St Kilda, uh, I like. I think, look, Melbourne should win, but Melbourne do Melbourne things. And this, this <laughs> is do. a game where um, I reckon St Kilda can go close within 18 points, definitely. All right, so, so yeah, the 18 and a half line. Do you know what I find interesting about this? And if you look at the 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 markets for most score, most goals and three and four and five plus goals in this market, if you, I mean you got Jesse Hogan, but then your next your next in line are McDonald, Melksham, uh, Wiedemann, Petrarca. 
And Petrarca's a midfielder. And then you go over the other side of the fence. It's McCartan, Gresham, Memory, Billings, Acres. There is not a lot of star power up forward for either of these teams. Um, it's it's got to come through the midfield there. I, I think I think Hogan can be the difference here. And I have a look at that and I go, if he has a big game, obviously, yeah. he's got to – don't worry about going up the ground and getting 25 touches on the wing. Get ten inside fifty and kick five. That's what five. he's going to do, though. That's his role at the moment. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get it, Brandy. Can you explain that to me? Is I'm not an ex-player. I, I'm a football fan that goes. This is a big, heavy marking full yeah. forward that can go back and kick a bag of goals. But also a player who can run and link up. And I guess they're trying to get the best of both worlds. They're trying to get him up out of the forward line yeah. to help other people get the get on the scoreboard. Yeah. Um, it is a strange one. But they're not going that well. It doesn't so, work week in, week no. out. Um, would you rather Jesse Hogan have 25 and kick two or kick five? I'd rather him kick five. I'm the same. All right. Well, well there you go. So you'll be taking secure of the line there. That, that'll be a good one. Um uh, a, a good watch there because you know what you're either gonna you're either gonna watch some good footy because Melbourne Melbourne play well they play really well and, and they're good to watch yeah they are good to watch and if they capitulate it'll be a bit of a laugh so Brisbane Collingwood's the 440 game we close out the round these twilight games can often throw up a cracking contest they did last week. Don't have as much hope for this one. Collingwood is in great form. They go up there. They got stopped by Richmond. They were still good. Coming off the back of a, of a really short backup after Anzac Day. Um, mate, they're $1.37 travelling. Brisbane, $3.11 at home. Can Brisbane break the drought? You know what? They've only had one bad game, Brisbane. When you look through all their games, um, they pushed Melbourne. They pushed Port Adelaide. Yep. They had the one game against Richmond where they lost by 93. And nearly beat Gold Coast, and they were within four goals of GWS in Canberra. It's that they're the they're the best bottom side I've seen in a long time. Yeah, um, but in saying that, they, they won't beat Collingwood, who at head to head at dollar thirty seven is probably too short to play. Um, and if you're having a look at the line, eighteen and a half. I think Brisbane have been inside that mm. eighteen and a half in three of their games. So I'm going to stay out of this game. Yeah. Apart from to get thirty or more disposals. Um, still side bottom dollar ninety one. I think uh, he's he been? every second week he's been getting thirty five, and I reckon this is the week he had twenty five last week. Absolutely love still side bottom, and uh, I uh, probably like you. I was on him on on uh, Anzac Day. I was on him for the medal, so uh, <laughs> thought thought uh, kicked a couple of goals, getting a lot of touches. I thought he was a genuine chance. Unfortunately, no rain up in Brisbane. Though he, when it gets wet, it gets even better. Tom Phillips has been having some big games too. He's Three dollars thirty for thirty disposals as well. He had thirty odd last, so thirty eight last week, I think. Oof. So yeah, all right. Well, they definitely one to watch. All right, Brownie. So we've we've gone through there. Plenty of value to be had, um, mate. What is your what? I mean, what's your best bet of the week? And, and give give the punters your uh, a multi that they can get around. Uh, well, my best bet of the week, and uh, I really think that the the plus thirty two and a half line in the Gold Coast game. Yep. Um, into the total points in the Melbourne St Kilda game. So that would be my best mess multi of the week. I like yep. those two. Um, best bet of the week. It's a it, it, it's a very tough round. So if you want to have a look at a, a, a 100% best bet, I still think Gold Coast within 32.5 points of the Bulldogs at the line yep. is probably my best bet of the week. There you go. Look, I'm going to take. I'm going to. I'm going to definitely be taking a few shorties here uh, to try and get my odds up in terms of a in terms of a multi. And I mean, if I'm having a if I'm having a look here, I like Richmond, Sydney, and Hawthorne all to win. Yep. Um. So happy to get around those. But then I'm going to uh, if I if I look at that and go, they're the three I want. I'm going to take out Richmond there, 
And on what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring in that Richmond in that uh, fourth quarter line. That's going to help us get up to around that three fifty four dollar mark yep. for that multi. In terms of my best bet, it's clearly the Richmond one uh, to to win that last quarter. Now, Brownie, you know what I do every week? Yes, is I, is I try and pick the line of every game. I've yep. never done it, and yep. I think the odds are. It gets up to three hundred and thirty. Yeah, it'd be hang. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I just go through, and you can do it with the, with Sportsbet. It's called the the multi builder, and you just click the line on each of them. So if you're going to go the Geelong line, the Gold Coast line, the Hawthorne line, then the North Melbourne line against Sydney, and if you put yeah. a dollar on that, I mean you're uh, winning. You're winning three hundred and thirty bucks if it gets up. Yeah, it's exactly right, Brandon. It's a good one to do too. You're gonna have a little bit of fun with that, and it's just it's a it's a way to get some more value and make it more interesting than just doing your standard pick nine. Um, where you've got dollar fourteen, dollar seventeen pops. Now, Nathan, before we depart, and uh, we wish the pun as well for the weekend. I've, as I said, I'm an avid listener of, of this podcast, and I love the stories that have been coming out. Now, you are in a very interesting position that you are going to be uh, appearing on our on our TV screens very soon, and there's a lot of things to uh, that, that are going to be talked about about your career and. You have you have a, uh, a story around what got you your start and how you, how you are launched into football, and I'd yeah, love to hear it. I was in the, my uh, just about to go into my fourth year at yep. uh, the Bulldogs, and so I, I was a young player who liked a good time, um, and I had, as I've told you, a lot of natural ability, and I didn't feel like I needed to work as hard as some others, and yeah. and that certainly uh, got the eye of the coach, which was Terry Wallace down there, and. I was often in his office on a Monday morning for something silly that I'd done out on a Saturday night or Sunday night at Starbar, the old Starbar. Sunday night at uh, Starbar. Tunnel double. And yeah. um, anyway, so I was in the off season and he'd obviously rang my old man. I didn't know he'd rang my old man and said, you know, David, chat to him because we can't get through to him. And um, <laughs> oh, so when I thought I was a big deal back in my own hometown, we went down to a pub called the Bro at Broham Arms Hotel and uh, dad went over and got a couple of pots of Carlton and we sat down and he starts talking about where I'm headed and uh, what I need to be doing. Yep. And um, he gave me the old line. He goes, do you know how many people oh, yeah. uh, would give an arm and a leg to be in your position? Yeah. And I looked at him and said, well, they're not going to do much good if they've only got one arm and one leg, have they? <laughs> and I thought it was a really funny fucking yeah, joke. Yeah, it would have gone that well. I wasn't expecting it, but he landed a right hook straight onto my chin, which rocked me back. I nearly fell off my bar stool. And he goes, <laughs> you need to wake up to yourself, son. He goes, you're going to wind up and you're going to be fucking nothing. He goes, and then you're wow. going to come home to me and your mother and you're going to want handouts and it's not going to be there because you've got <laughs> everything you could possibly need right now and you're pissing it up against the wall. Now fuck off. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and uh, then he got up and he walked out. He finished his pot first, obviously. Of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then I sat there for about 10 or 15 minutes, just really uh, sat me back on my ass a bit. And mm. uh, from that moment, I decided I was going to work harder. Jeez. The old man. I'll tell you what, he should he, – there's a couple of clubs that need need a bit of a chat like that. There's yeah. a few folks going around that he could help. Hey, is that nothing better than just getting one on your chin from your old man just yeah, to uh, – just to wake you up. To wake you up. Oh, that's fantastic, Brownie. Mate, and uh, as I said, look forward to hearing a lot more about it uh, soon. People can probably read between the lines on what's coming up there. Open uh, mic next uh, week. Yes, uh, very exciting, Nathan. Very, very exciting. Well, I reckon this has been a lot better without those other two pigeon stools. Yeah, well, I've enjoyed it, Brownie. It's been great to 
getting into it. I'm, I'm very confident going into the weekend's punting. I haven't done as much analysis of the uh, of the of the markets yet, so I'm pumped. Yeah. Mate, uh, look, to everyone out there, if you're having a punt, please do it responsibly. Brownie, it's been a pleasure. Uh, no doubt the other boys will be back next week. Well, we hope they are. As I said, we do not know where they are. If we still haven't heard from them and you've heard from them, drop us a line here at Sportsbet on our Facebook or Twitter because we are looking for Brian Lake and Richard Humiston. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Brownie. See you, boys. See you. Gamble responsibly.